0: In the city of Sharn, full of commonplace magic, subtle powers, and ruthless criminals, anyone can make their fortune in one moment, only to lose it, and their life in the next. One small inquisitive agency tries to scratch out a living uncovering truth for anyone who's willing to pay. The Changeling Wits and the Warforged Sevens are imperfect people in a city of perfect chaos. Will they bring justice to the city, or will they find themselves torn apart by sinister forces? Find out, Two ashes, to dust a Sharn Inquisitive Podcast.
1: listener we're going to talk for it we're going to change systems here and to test it out we're going to do a flashback back to when wits met sevens in the fields of the battle of the hundred years war out on the edge of the border of breland and seer five six years ago from our current podcast timeline time is uh Time is wishy-washy and has been since the pandemic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Time is Topical humor. But yeah, so, uh, fearless DM, why, why are we changing systems?
1: Largely, this is a better narrative system and more fun to listen to.
0: And the system we are changing to is Monopoly money and the little bobble button from Sorry. I get to be the thimble. Are you kidding? No, it's Mousetrap. <laughs> We're using Mousetrap. Oh, right. I got to go to the store then. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> it's my but no, uh
1: we're gonna be using Dungeon World, a Powered by the Apocalypse game, and while it is not the best example of what the Powered by the Apocalypse can do, it is a gateway drug from D and D into Powered by the Apocalypse. So first it is free, dear listener. Look, I'm not the one with with a drug problem for their character with <laughs> Yes, their character. Yes. Speaking of how did you develop that drug problem? What were you doing during the last war?
0: I have figured out um where I developed the drug problem, and it is related to the war, but at this point in the war, I don't have it yet. Um, <sighs> Dodging Wits, those
1: consequences.
2: It's yeah. after he meets Sevens, and Sevens
1: just drives him crazy. Yeah. <laughs> also, to, also it away. gives me a chance to traumatize him into
0: it. Just,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just got get away. For a DM.
0: So Wits is... Essentially, he, in this war, is Milo Minderbinder, but a bit shadier. So in the history of this war... Big part of it is weapons trades to, like, the Siren Empire. And then eventually all the empires are just trading weapons back and forth between each other via black markets. Um, Wits doesn't do any of that. He's not an arms trader. That's a little bit, like... One, it's too easy. And that's not flashy enough for Wits. And two, it's just a bit... Like, he doesn't love... I mean, he's not, like, a great guy, but he doesn't love the idea of being an arms dealer. You know? Uh, So he zigs when everybody zags. Everybody in the world is dealing arms. He's dealing, like goods and like liquor and chocolate and cigarettes and he's building like an empire of just like foodstuffs and like things that other people aren't trafficking boots. In. boots and importantly uh the empires are cracking down on weapons trading so that's an added bonus of like they're not really too concerned about the guy that's like black I'm market gonna show up
1: to your camp with coffee
0: yeah like whiskey and shit like they don't really worry too much about that at least not yet <laughs> Okay. Uh, there's also a bunch of like syndicates that have formed around. Uh Wits isn't really a part of that either. He's more of a lone lone guy on that. you
1: are you are a s you're a you're a mom
0: and pop shop with you
1: and what was it? Signo, your goblin buddy, uh who's an Arcanist. Yeah, um, Signo, some,
0: like Bull Signo's like my right hand man. Bull and Willard are with me too. Goblin, they're like goblin. Right hand goblin. Bull and Willard are like my muscle. I, they're not, you know, they're just there. I need people. They're kinda like they're, 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 they're your they're your big dumb
1: country boys who can lift stuff.
0: Yeah, and they're they're so dumb that they're kind of trustworthy, and that's why I've let them in because you don't want a smart person.
1: They're they're straightforward. <laughs> yeah, they're simple. Not dumb.
0: They're simple folks.
1: They're they're not, <laughs> they're, they're, all, they're, not as, they're
0: not as naive as Seven has been. But yeah, so it's like he's he's not small time. Like he's fairly prolific at what he does. He's just he just does it alone slash with the crew that he has, but he's in command there, so they're not really partners or anything. Yep. You you have a contract
1: relationship. Uh, Signo respects you as a leader. Bolin Willard will listen when things are shouted at them.
0: Respect me as a person who pays them or gives them. As food. long as we
1: don't screw them over too bad. And you've got contacts on in in a number of the armies, and sometimes yeah. only sometimes a certain uh, Brelish captain uh. will has has been asking for your help. Um, I believe we originally conceived of her as like an ex-girlfriend current timeline yeah maybe maybe exactly what we said happened to her during slash after the war but
0: yeah maybe not like that official like if there wouldn't be like bad no no but you're
1: you're you're off the books man you're you're part of her like like slush fund (laughs) yeah when she when she needs when she needs a, a simple job done that is not combat intensive
0: yeah or you know yeah so like wits's whole thing about this war is like the generals think they run the war. Like, the lieutenants think they really run the war. The soldiers know that they are the war. But, like, Witch's perspective is, like, the people who really run the war are the quartermasters, and that's kind of his job. And specifically the people who run the war, in all actuality, are the black market quartermasters. The people who are, like, get things moving the across arms lines. Well, yeah, it's uh, just a matter of, are they dealing
1: arms at, like, yeah. a dragon-marked house level? where yeah. they're developing aircraft powered by elementals or yeah. war-forged mechanical soldiers yeah. who don't sleep or get tired or if they're, you know, feeding troops.
0: Yeah, because, like, the, these nations are all fairly connected. They used to be one empire, so, like, they, it's not hard to, like, get between them and, like, have contacts in the other armies. Oh, no, this
1: is this is a war of secession. It's just a war of secession that's lasted yeah. 100 years.
0: So those people, those people run the war. That's what Witz is. He takes pride in the fact that, like he he runs the war for people. Like it wouldn't be possible without people like him.
1: That said, being in
0: and around battlefields
1: is not without risk.
0: Yeah, and he tries to do that as little as possible because, like I said, he's more of a quartermaster than a. Like Except,
1: a so let's let's zoom in. You're on the Brelish border between Breland and Sear, two or three years before the end of the war. It's a bombed-out town. The arcane artillery has come through. There was a battle here recently between what looked like uh, Syrian forces, including some heavily supplemented by Warforged troops, and a Carnathi army. A bunch of undead shambling around that are now, you know, bits. Um, the local civilians, long since evacuated this place, was bombed out all to hell. And you're like the day after the day after the battle, or night after the battle, which let's go with night. It's more dramatic.
0: Sunset. Ha, huh, sunset. But there are, there are, like, flares and stuff, right? Like, lighting up the sky?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's... Yeah, not far away, you can see there is a, a continuing bombardment happening far away. There are fires burning still in the area. It's not smoky, but there are, like, moons in the sky are, are spinning, starting to rise as the sun is going down. In this half boned out medieval... Feeling village. At the center of the town is a statue of uh, Emperor Galifar I, who founded and united the five human kingdoms out of the ruins of the the Dargun, the the Goblin Empire's Dacani Dargun uh, dakani Empire. That's right. Dargun is the current Goblin country. Yeah. We pan in on you poking around the ruins. Your camp is just outside of outside of here, and Signo is is getting dinner ready, Bo and Willard are setting up tents, and you've wandered back into the city that was bombarded you know, trying to find some some supplemental supplies you're comfortable in the in the near darkness, you're relatively sneaky and not honestly you don't wear a uniform, and a lot of the at least quartermasters and like picket lines know that you're just someone selling someone who when they shows up will have good food,
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know whether I don't wear a uniform because quartermasters don't or whether I don't u- wear a uniform just because I don't wear a uniform, you know? <laughs> like it's well, just
1: No, no, quartermasters in an army wear a uniform. Yeah. You're a trader, you're a merchant. You are outside of the army. Yeah. And that has you kind of you've kind of been relying on that to keep you safe. Um doesn't always work. Some people, you know, kill first and uh, ask questions later, especially when they can raise your corpse as a soldier.
0: That's a fair point.
1: What's up, Carnath,
0: uh, the nation that supplements their army with undead? Creepy. So, fairy. Excuse me, Sevens. You're not here yet. If you could go back to being quiet. <laughs> no, I. Sorry, I passed back out on the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> he just. <steps laughs> out, creepy. <laughs> He's like. Creepy. This he little head up too. So creepy. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> carry on. But
1: <laughs> well, yeah, let's 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 get into that. because you are look you've been looking around the battlefield why don't you give me uh, just some sort of fortune check here what's going to be this This is going to be a discern realities to normally you would tell me what you're doing but since we're doing a meat cute we're gonna do a meat cube. so yeah
0: realities that is a seven so that's a mixed success one question is what i
1: get Yep, yeah, and i would suggest the fourth question on the list
0: one, two, three, four. four. What is useful or valuable to me? Yes. uh, Yeah. So I am, we definitely Plenty. have Signo, Bull, Willard, and I have like a cart, like a wagon. We've got a pretty well-oiled scavenging routine, but right now I'm like pre, years, yeah. like right now I'm like pre pro. Like I, I go into the city, I see what is like valuable and specifically yeah, because we're cooking dinner, I'm looking for like a wine cellar or like some like really valuable shit.
1: Yeah, and you you came out. You found you found a liquor cabinet that was hidden underneath a desk that had been flipped over um, and managed to, with some of your changeling abilities, not just disguise, but also like uh, get the the catch of it opened up.
0: With my octopus tentacle arm ability? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: more, more like it was just kind of like you had to make your arm really thin to get between the desk that had been flipped over and the explosion to the safe um, sure. and liquor cabinet. So you've come out of there with a few bottles of really, really expensive uh, liquor. Yeah. Stuff those in your bag, and you come out, and the sun is setting on the, the main square in front of the Church of the Sovereign Host, and at the foot of the statue of the Emperor Galifar is slumped a gigantic and completely intact warforged. You haven't ever seen one deactivated. You've seen them killed, but it's usually a very violent process, and most of the time their companions will take any functional
0: parts and recycle them. Sure. And to kill a warforged, you would have to do so much damage to it that you couldn't like salvage.
1: They're pretty tough. Usually you have to, yeah, remove something significant like a head or damage the torso, right? Like they are resilient and they are, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Robust. Have interchangeable parts.
0: Modular. That's the one I'm looking for. Modular. (laughs) Modular. Thank you. Yeah.
1: You have an intact Warforged slumped at the foot of the statue. The sun is setting. What do you do?
0: My question is what here is valuable to me, and Wits would know that that Warforged is incredibly valuable. Oh my god, yes. I think
2: think you've seen Warforged before, but you've not seen Warforged like this before. Like exactly. This Warforged looks like just... A whole level of quality-wise, like,
0: built above. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Evans. He's pretty, he's pretty fucking awesome. His arms are so big. His, his legs are just He's got beautiful. this chiseled also,
2: jaw. He's, uh... Also, he's,
1: he's made out of a higher quality material. Like, most Warforged were stamped out as sort of on, on a production line. But a lot of the early
0: ones were customized or yeah, prototyped or,
1: yeah, yes, for
0: a many specific, times
2: handcrafted like, purpose.
0: So my question then of, obviously, I know what's valuable to me, but is this valuable to me because I can scrap him for many things, I can take his kneecaps, or is this oh. valuable because <laughs> I can give this to... Are you going to rip the hubcaps
1: off the other player character? <laughs> yeah, well,
0: <I'm> just, that's <laughs> Sorry, my plan. Sorry, kneecaps, kneecaps, interchangeable in this yeah. case. Yeah, I'm going to put you. I'm going to put you on blocks and disassemble you. <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> I mean, about it. So, is it valuable for that? Not even
2: as a joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not even as a joke. Is it's, it valuable he's for valu- that? He's valuable
1: for that. He's valuable because he's intact, and he's valuable because the other dragon marked houses. Are des- and the other kingdoms are desperately looking for a way to break House Kenneth's control on the warforged construction monopoly. Can they I do want the trade secrets behind how they were made.
0: Perfect. I am so excited. So can I, I'm going to give him intact, at least his upper body. I'm going to give intact to like the captain I know, or any connections I have that are going to pay the most for like a functioning, because in my mind, the brain is the circuit board of this guy and that he's going to, Anything you need to know, you can know from oh, that way. Well, you
1: you think that would be in the, his head, yeah. yeah. You think so, it would
0: be in the Warforged
1: head. you never seen a Warforged without a head.
0: Essentially, Wits uh, is about to strip this Warforged down to its frame and then leave that intact. But he's definitely okay. going to strip off like the bits and pieces and sell those separately. So like, So you start investigating. He takes a giant swig out of his alcohol that he just got because he's so excited about this. <laughs> he's like, oh, this is going to be great. All right, so
1: Sevens, give me a description of what your unconscious body looks
0: like—slumped here in the, in the beautiful sun, beautiful kneecaps. <laughs> Are they opulent?
2: <laughs> They're so shiny. <laughs> no, I think so. Sevens, like in whatever dreamscape or unconscious place. Well, no,
1: describe describe what it looks like in the real world, and then we'll go to that that dreamscape. Oh
2: well, like what Sevens looks like?
1: Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what he looked like during the war.
2: (laughs) So he's not wearing anything other than I think currently his like normal armor and like armor plating. Heavy heavy armor plating. Heavy adamantine. Um, He's got he's probably got a shield still strapped to his back. That's like not removable, I think, for anyone other than him. Um, and he's got a sword that's also, like, tucked under the shield. Let's see. I wasn't ready to re-describe Sevens because I forgot what he looks like.
1: It's a good time. And it, we're not re-describing Sevens as we have met him in Sharn, right? This is Sevens, where Sevens memory begins.
2: Yeah, no, I think he's he's got some still, like, nicks taken out of him, some dents, some, like, where he's been.
1: Oh, you have been in like, battle. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. He
2: has seen the shit. Um, and he definitely is pretty dinged up. He doesn't have any, like... He looks quality, but you can't really tell why. Like, just glancing at him, I don't think you could tell what he was built to do.
1: Well, clearly, heavy armor, sword, So yeah, he is shield. heavy armor,
2: sword, shield. So he's obviously, that like... That tells
1: us he was built to probably fight stuff.
2: Yeah, like, general combat, but past that, as far as, like
1: with an intricately painted uh, 77 on each shoulder.
0: Yes. Is he, like, well-worn, but, like, not, like, unkempt or... Yeah, he's, like, a well-seasoned cast-iron skillet. <laughs> yes, like, you can tell he's
2: seen some sure? use, but uh, it's still, like...
1: All the important bits are everything's well, there, well taken everything's, care of.
2: Yeah, well taken care of, well, well-oiled, well well-polished, just used.
1: There's one other aspect that wits brushes aside as he's like starting to figure out, okay, where can I unscrew this? Um, which is, there's a small, like, uh, sapling almost, or not, not even it's a sprout even, uh, with a flower on it, budding out of part of with his head or part of sevens head. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> like the instant with the instant, which is touches it. That falls off sevens. You've been drifting along in a green dream thinking about uh, watching the cycle of plant life, watching these sort of like surreal scenes of natural growth. And it's, it's incredibly peaceful. You don't remember anything that happened before. You've just been in this green space. And you know that someone had brought you here. You know that you had been invited here. And you know that there was a reason you were invited here. And you can't remember what it is. Everything's too blurred behind that sort of forest growth and scenery. Insect and animal noises in the background. This is a place of of vitality and of life. Suddenly, uh, uh, what looks to be like a glowing orb, maybe like a foot around, just glowing faintly with a light gray light, comes from behind a tree and approaches you. As you are watching it, it's the first not-organic thing you have seen here. As you're watching it, you see three pinpricks of red, angry-looking energy, and in the same style as the one, maybe a little smaller. They start to flicker into view, um, and then flick, flit closer, one at a time. And each time they blink, they suddenly appear a little closer until one of them looms behind the gray or flaring incredibly brightly. And without thinking about it, Wits, you're watching this, you're so focused, you're a little drunk, you suddenly see the Warforged eyes start to glow with a deep blue-green. Oh, and then a hand comes up, shoots over your shoulder, and catches the arm of a Dargun goblin mercenary that was about to bring a sword down onto the back of your head. Sevens, your eyes are open. You see this ruined square. You see three goblin mercenaries surround the area. Describe what Wits looks like here for us. Nate, what what does Seven see when he opens his eyes?
2: Other than Wits three inches in front of my face. Well yeah. that's the
1: part I want that's the part <laughs> I want Wits to describe. What does that look like?
0: Other than the intense fear of what has just happened before. No, that. <sighs> uh, <laughs> no. Um <laughs>
1: arm, so so his the the eyes open, the Warforge's eyes open, the Warforge's arm shoots over Wits' shoulder, catching a descending arm and blade. What does the Warforge see? What does Seven see when he opens his eyes?
0: I mean Wits is pretty like dirty like smudged definitely some beard going on like a heavy duty like military coat but not like a, like a nondescript one just like a like it's the same material mm-hmm. but it doesn't have any insignias or anything like that it does have a w embroidered on the chest it does have that <laughs> <laughs> you did that yourself yeah uh, okay. and then it's got like a like a not a handkerchief but like a cloth tied over nose and mouth
1: yeah no that's fine you I mean that's that's fine. You you know if you want to do that, but, like so a little beard stubble. Tell me about describe his face and like hair to me because Wits, being a changeling, has options.
0: Uh, yeah, it's just it's um it's pretty like gritty, unwashed hair, like oily hair that's just like slicked back. Pretty pretty red, pit and fury, um, brown. Okay, so brown
1: hair slicked back. We'll say we'll say brown eyes and some scruff. Looking like you've been through well war.
0: Yeah, I'm not like like I'm just dirty. I'm not like haggard. No, but, I, like I'm not in combat. So. But you haven't been. You've been on the, on the road.
1: Yeah, I've been on and the certainly ground. Certainly haven't ground. been able to bathe in a while, and certainly no reason to let people know you had if you picked a disguise that was more clean.
0: Yeah, exactly. All but right, a, so, as for what as for what seven sees, <laughs> a tremendous amount of shock and fear.
1: Yeah, shock and fear and surprise. So sevens. What do you do?
2: I still have this goblin's...
1: You have caught his sword. Your eyes are glowing incredibly bright.
2: I look at Wits, and I think the first thing Seven says is, Why did you wake me up? I was having the best dream.
0: Uh, This goblin was trying to take your kneecaps off, and and I came to help.
1: And then <laughs> I, I, reach,
0: I just stab directly back into the goblin's stomach with a dagger. All right. Yeah, give me that backstab.
1: As we, That sounds like a backstab move. Roll me backstab. That's a 10. Oh, yeah. Total success. Uh, roll damage. Oh, sorry. Choose two. So you're going to do a d8 of damage Your damage and details.
0: I'm going to do, I don't go into melee and I deal my damage plus one d6. All
1: right. So roll me a d8 and a d6.
0: Damage of two plus two, four. And I don't go into melee with them. All right, so you stab him quickly.
1: Yep. I do not three, let go. They have three hit points.
2: Want to be That's fine. You're now
1: holding like... a goblin corpse, and Witz has like f- rolled forward into the right and is now just outside of melee, but you are both kind of like sitting at the base of the statue watching the other two goblins. Uh, sevens, you are holding up the corpse by one arm. I
2: yeah, I stand up and I just like hold this goblin out by its arm, and I kind of uh, look. I look down at myself, anything. like trying to figure out what I am, because I don't even think Sevens at this point even knows. Mm-hmm. Then I look at the goblin. I look at Wits. I look at the other goblins. And I go, hmm. Uh,
1: the other goblins uh, let out a scream of consternation and flee.
2: Yeah, I throw the goblin that I'm holding after them.
1: That's fine. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, I, I am, like your style. Give me... Uh, yeah, how far does it fly? You are incredibly strong. How I far do you throw this, like, 50-pound pound small how humanoid? How
2: far away are the other goblins as they run they away They were from at the me? edge of
1: the square. Like, so,
2: 30 feet? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's... that's. I'm aiming for them.
1: Like, I want Okay. Oh, Okay. Um, that's a little different. Yeah, give me a volley check. Uh,
2: let's see. That's uh, we're gonna we're gonna do the old fashioned in person dice because
1: that's like fine. Uh, yeah, give me a volley check, but add your strength rather than your. That decks. is an eleven plus
2: two. That is a thirteen. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah! All right,
1: so yeah, not a problem. You clock both of them at the same time with the corpse of their friend and send Woo! them yeah! stumbling. <laughs> um, they will what it's flee. Us! uh flee hey, with the, their friend's corpse as fast <laughs> as possible <laughs> that was awesome big robot man <laughs> shot put um congratulations
2: i just turn and i glare at wits Whoa. <laughs> like hey. i'm not Whoa. thrilled about being i think woken up currently from this beautiful no. lovely dream of peace and serenity
0: i was having hey big guy uh Friendly, friendly here. Definitely not trying to strip your knees uh, or your, your beautiful robot <laughs> arms. Um, <laughs> what are, who are you?
2: I don't know.
0: Dearest listener, thank you for tuning in and joining us for this week's "To Ashes, to Dust." Owitz's Inquisitives production. Your narrator is Alex Kirk. Witz is played by our editor Nathan Shoemaker, and Sevens is played by Zach Shoemaker. Join us for our next broadcast from the dark and seedy underbelly of the city of Towers into ashes to dust.